Hello and welcome back to the Politics Unbox podcast. My name is Reith and today we are into episode 53 of the coronavirus updates section of the podcast. And this is going to be another UK focused um, podcast and it won't surprise many people to uh, to hear that the top story is going to be Dominic Cummings. Um, We'll also be talking about the virtual House of Commons, or uh, the lack of it after June the 2nd, and how the Four Nations approach is working in, well, in light of the relaxation of coronavirus restrictions. So let's start uh, with Dominic Cummings, and there has been a lot of furore about what his actions were when he... Well, sorry, when his wife developed symptoms for COVID-19, he travelled 260 miles with his family in order to be near relatives when his wife developed those symptoms. Um, Labour and the SNP have said that the Prime Minister's chief advisor, as uh, Dominic Cummings is, uh, flouted the government's own advice and are calling for an urgent inquiry into uh, into his conduct. So what do we actually know about his trip? Well, on the 27th of March, Downing Street confirmed that both the Prime Minister and the Health Secretary had a positive test for COVID. And uh, on the 30th of March, Downing Street confirmed that Dominic Cummings was self-isolating after developing symptoms. Um, after that point, uh, Mr. Cummins, along with his wife and their child, drove nearly 260 miles uh, from London to County Durham to isolate. We don't quite know when that is, but uh, on the 31st of March, the Durham Constabulary said it was made aware that an individual had travelled from London to Durham and was at present at an address in the city. Um, A spokesperson for the Durham Constabulary said officers made contact with the owners of the address who confirmed the individual in question was present and was self-isolating in a part of the house. Uh, Dominic Cummings returned to Downing Street on the 14th of April, Uh, but uh, it's not really the return that's under scrutiny, it's what he did in the intervening time. Uh, Now, the uh, advice at the time was um, the stay-at-home advice that the Prime Minister said after the 23rd of March press conference. And this means you're only allowed to leave the house to shop for basic necessities, say food and medicine, uh, as as infrequently as possible, carry out one form of exercise a day, either alone or with members of your household, access a medical need, or travel for work purposes if it cannot be done at home, and that's mainly for key workers. However... If you have symptoms, you have to isolate in your home for seven days from when the symptoms began, with any other members of the household going into isolation for 14 days in case they had contracted the virus. Now, the advice on the government's page said you are not allowed to see family or friends from other households if you have symptoms, and also do not travel anywhere. Can't really uh, go around to your friend's house if it's just around the corner, so why should someone be allowed to travel 260 miles. Um, Now, on the 10th of April, the 
Deputy Chief Medical Officer for England, Jenny Harries, said in response to a question that what could you do if two parents are sick and you can't look after your child? Um, Jenny Harries said, clearly, if you have adults who are unable to look after a small child, that is an exceptional circumstance. Uh, if the individuals do not have access to care support, formal care support or to family, they will be able to work through their local authority hubs. Now, that leaves a little bit of wiggle room for the Prime Minister's chief advisor. Um, th there is uh, still the government guidelines saying do not travel, especially if you have the virus, especially on a long journey, which even now is technically frowned upon um, because if you're taking a long journey, the likelihood is you'll probably have to stop uh, to use some sort of facility along the way. If it's a rest, um, a restroom or maybe a services to try and buy some, some food and that can pass on uh, a virus. Um, but that quote there from Jenny Harries, uh, if they did not have access to family. Now, Dominic Cummings will defend the action saying, I wanted to to provide proper care for my my child uh, and my parents who he didn't stay with he stayed in the second home near his parents property um were within a reachable distance and we did have access to family but um well there are still questions about whether he had quote behaved reasonably and legally uh, and he was put that question as he was leaving his house uh, early yesterday morning, um, in London that is, and um, well, he was asked if he had behaved reasonably and legally, he said he had, and he was then asked whether it looked good, and Dominic Cummings said, who cares about good looks, it's a question of doing the right thing, it's not about what you guys think, so uh, typical love of long statements, and um, not speaking in in slight cryptic words at all. Um, the government have responded. Um, Downing Street released a statement uh, on, on Saturday, uh, and it said, owing to his wife being infected with suspected coronavirus and the high likelihood that he would himself become unwell, it was essential for Dominic Cummings to ensure his young child could be properly cared for. His sister and nieces have volunteered to help, so he went to a house near to but separate from his extended family in case their help was needed. His sisters shopped for the family and left everything outside. Um, number 10 said that at no stage were Mr Cummings and his family spoken to by the police and the statement says his actions have been in line with coronavirus guidelines and repeated the uh, assertion from Dominic Cummings that he, quote, behaved reasonably and legally. Uh, both the health secretary and uh, the Chancellor of the Duchy of Lancaster, so Matt Hancock and Michael Gove, have come out in defence of the uh, the Chief Advisor. However, unsurprisingly, um, there have been attacks from the opposition. Labour said that Mr Cummings appears to believe that it is one rule for him and another for the British people. And a spokesman uh, said that the statement from Downing Street about the Chief Advisor's actions, quote, raises more questions than it answers. Um, and they expect answers to these questions uh, at the government's daily press briefing. Uh, the SNP have called for Dominic Cummings to be sacked, saying that both he and the Prime Minister have serious questions to be answered. 
and Ian Blackford has written to the head of the civil service, Sir Mark Sedwell, and has called for a swift investigation into Dominic Cummings' rule-breaking and the Tory government's cover-up. So Ian Blackford not mincing his words at all. Uh, We'll have to wait and see what comes of that. The the press conference that was yesterday, where where Grant Shapps was in front, or behind the lectern rather, uh, was essentially all about Dominic Cummings. Uh, He said Dominic Cummings has the PM's full support. He insists uh, the right thing was done. Um, it it was an interesting uh, press conference. Ministers have been rallying around Dominic Cummings. Um, the Deputy Chief Medical Officer did, however, say that people with symptoms should stay home unless there is extreme risk to life. Um, so that slightly muddies the water again. But um, it will be a long time probably before the dust settles on this and we find out what the full uh, impact is. Right then, uh, we also have another story to uh, to bring. Um, and, uh, well, it is about the virtual House of Commons or the soon-to-be-no-longer virtual House of Commons because... Uh, in a, a vote a couple of days ago, um, the um, the House of Commons uh, voted that uh, there would be a move away from this virtual House of Commons. The MPs voted by 350 to 258, so a government majority of 92 to discontinue the remote participation in the Commons on June the 2nd, which is when the Commons comes back from its Whitson recess, which they are in now. Um, Conservative MPs were joined by the Democratic Unionist Party uh, in this vote, and this vote means that less MPs refuse, which they have the right to do, most of the 650 MPs will be back in the House of Commons after the upcoming recess. Now, this raises a lot of questions. Firstly, how can the government talk about effective social distancing and then announce that members of parliament are going to be back to work when that chamber is not suited to providing effective social distancing? Even in its limited format, where only 50 MPs are allowed inside the chamber, there are still crossing points where people are not obeying two-metre marks. Uh, it is It is farcical to think that if... MPs are then packed into a chamber that others will not look, uh, others from outside of this this scenario will not look and say, well if they're not social distancing and they're the government and it's their guidelines why should I still be social distancing? Why can't I go around my mate's house, for example? And that's a question that people should really be wondering about this move back to a a non-virtual House of Commons. Um, Also, on a purely procedural basis, we have seen that this virtual House of Commons, whilst it had its teething issues and it is not perfect, works as a method for scrutinising the government. Questions can be posed, committees can be organised. So why why bring everyone back once it's bedded in? Uh, also, 
if let's say they decide that all 650 MPs or however many MPs turn up can't fit into the House of Commons chamber um, properly and they decide to, I don't know, split groups of MPs so a certain amount of MPs are in each committee room, um, that begs the question, there will have to be some form of remote participation to link them up to the, the Commons chamber. So why can't those MPs be left to participate at home. Now, the cynic in me says that the government is trying to find a way to both back up the Prime Minister and also look like they're they're more proactive than they are. And, um, well, it's going to be an interesting look to try and see how they can how they can balance it um it's going to be tough for them to to sell this whichever way they try and and run this uh this this new commons um i don't know if it's going to be entirely successful i hope it doesn't lead to a a relapse uh, i i really hope that it um doesn't encourage others if it does end up being a non-socially distanced commons to break the social distancing rules. Now, I did say I would briefly talk about the Four Nations approach to relaxing the, um, well, to relaxing the coronavirus restrictions and essentially uh, what Four Nations approach. Uh, we have had now three different plans from three different nations. The only nation in the United Kingdom left to publish their plan is Wales, but First Minister Mark Drakeford is saying that they are looking into it. Uh, obviously, the Prime Minister of the UK, Boris Johnson, has announced the English lockdown, and I mean that. It's just the English lockdown restrictions being lifted in uh, a phased approach. Uh, the Northern Ireland Executive have announced their uh, their plan for recovery, or I can't remember what they named it, Um and the Scottish government have put a document out on their website. Uh, so next Thursday, I believe it is, there will be restrictions lifted in Scotland. I've done an episode on that, so go back and have a look. Uh, we'll end up doing one on the Northern Ireland lockdown restrictions being lifted in the uh, in sometime in the future. I'm sure it'll come up. But essentially, the Four Nations approach seems to be crumbling because, quite frankly... Each of the four nations has a very different set of circumstances. Um, even London has a different set of circumstances to a large part of England. Um, Scotland has to deal with a lot of rural areas, so does Wales. Uh, so does England, in, in fairness, but everyone has their own different R numbers. Uh, Scotland's R number is believed to be higher than England's. That's why Scotland is later. Um, same for Northern Ireland and for, for Wales. So this four nations approach, whilst it started out, as a, a concordant strategy. Uh, Boris Johnson started by, by breaking away from it, announcing his uh, big statement earlier, and then uh, other nations have sort of peeled off, and now the four nations are sort of doing their own thing, but roughly keeping in line with each other. Right, that is all the time we have for today on the Politics Unboxed podcast. I want to thank you very much for listening. I hope to see you all around again soon with the next episode. Uh, until then, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>